You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Mark chapter 9, and we'll read from verse 14 to 29. We will read together. Mark chapter 9, from verse 14 to 29. Praise God. Are we ready? Okay, let's read together. And when he came to the disciples, he saw a great multitude around them, and scribes disputing with them. Immediately when they saw him, all the people were greatly amazed, and running to him, greeted him. And he asked the scribes, what are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd answered and said, Teacher, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And wherever he seizes him, he throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. 20. Then they brought him to him, and when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming at the mouth. So he asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood and often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him but if you can do anything have compassion on us and help us jesus said to him if you can believe all things are possible to him who believes immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears lord i believe help my unbelief when jesus saw that the people came running together he rebuked the unclean spirit saying to it deaf and dumb spirit i command you come out of him and enter him no more then the spirit cried out convulsed him greatly and came out of him and he became as one dead so that many said he is dead but Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? So he said to them, this kind can come out by nothing but prayer and fasting. May the Lord bless the reading of his word in Jesus' name. And we trust that by his grace, as we are fasting and praying, everything will be possible for us with God in the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Okay, we began to look at this text on Sunday and we want to look at it more closely tonight as we pick a few things here. I remember for me, I think, I don't know which service it was, one of the things that stood out for me some, you know, in the past services we had was when we began to see what faith really is. You see, faith has been abused. People say, just have faith. People say, keep the faith. People say, um, I have faith. And, you know, just there are words like love as well that have been used and used and used until they, they, they almost, they don't even have recycled value again because people just use them anyhow. Say, just have faith. Okay, but we we're made to understand that faith is not what people say it is. It is what God says it is. Praise the Lord. Because it is faith in God. You can have faith in anything. Okay? So we know also, you know, from Mark, it says have faith in God. But beyond that, faith is not a dream. Faith is not something that is suspended on its own. So we learned in one, I think it was a crossover or before the crossover, that why people are angry or are misunderstanding faith 
is because they have suspended it where or have made it to say what is not. So people think faith is that thing that fills up everything that you don't have to give you what you lost after. You see, faith is just that thing I put in between. So somebody comes and says, um, I want to do this or give me 5,000 naira and I will pay you by faith tomorrow. Okay? Another person says, um, you know, just people conjoined to fill in every blank space. Now, the truth is this. I can ask you for 5,000 and by faith, I should be able to pay you tomorrow. But before I begin it, there has to be a process. Praise the Lord. Something should have been engaged because faith does not stand on nothing. Praise the Lord. Faith is in God. Hallelujah. So before you begin to say faith, there are bodies to it. So we were talking about Nigeria and the way people have said the church and all of that, that we're just praying and we're doing nothing. No. Prayer is an expression of faith. We pray because we know there is something that our God can do. Praise the Lord. So when we pray to God, we are praying based on a promise. We are praying based on the capacity of our God. We know that he can handle it. Praise the Lord, somebody. Every prayer we pray starts from that belief and settlement that God can. And that's why Jesus answered this man. If you can believe. Praise the Lord. All things are possible. So tonight, as we look into this story, we want to see the way our Lord Jesus Christ showed us different dimensions of faith. Hallelujah. So we see as it began, it says when he came to the disciples coming down, it says he saw a great multitude disputing with them. And when they saw him, the people were greatly amazed. And then Jesus asked them, what are you discussing with them? Okay, so for us, for you and I, the first thing we see here, we're learning how Jesus showed us dimensions of faith in this story. Is that when he came down, he saw a situation. And what was the situation? It says the scribes, the multitudes, were disputing with or arguing. Some translations will say arguing with his disciples. And Jesus came in because it was his disciples, came in and said, what is the matter here? Praise the Lord. Faith, number one, gets involved. Faith gets involved. If you never get involved, you will never have faith. Praise the Lord. You, you've been in situations and circumstances. Some of us, you're driving by the road. You know, you see something happen. Even though people have had terrible experiences, maybe someone faints or you're in the market, someone faints, and you just continue shopping. Now, the truth is this. That power of God in you, maybe that is the moment you're to raise the dead. I've told us here, the manifestation of God's power is not for you and I that are already here. And when it will happen, it's not when you plan. It's that you will get involved. For somebody, this is the key to something you're going to experience very soon. Because God will permit you to be in a situation, to witness something. Learn that faith does what? Gets involved. Not for gossip. He says, what is happening here? Faith looks and says, I carry the almightiness with me, the God of heaven and earth. I am his temple. Praise the Lord. So I'm bearing God with me. So you see situations. Don't run away. Don't be afraid. Expect that as you get in there, the God you're carrying will provide a solution. Praise the Lord. So he got involved and said, what is going on here? And that's how come they told him the story. How do I know so? Because at this point, this man had given up. And that's why when he spoke to Jesus, he said to him, if you can do anything, I've already tried your people, they can't do anything. So maybe I'm about going to uh, Samaria or to Egypt to try another person. But Jesus said, what is happening? And when the man told the story, you see what happened there? When Jesus said, what are you people discussing here? The man came out and told the story. And the Bible says, one of the crowd answered and said, teacher, I brought you my son who has what? A mute spirit. And he didn't stop there. Verse 18 says, wherever it seizes him, it throws him down. He foams at the mouth, gnashes the seed, and becomes rigid. Now, this man immediately introduces a problem. And he didn't say, well, this is just a... It's like telling a doctor a situation and almost telling him that this thing is impossible. Lord. Praise God. Now, what we are going to see from our Lord Jesus' response here is something here. That faith is never afraid. Faith never shrinks back. Because at this point, if you were many of us, when he says something like this, he say, oh, sorry. And you shift. The man told the story and he didn't even stop them. He said, so I spoke to your disciples. He gave Jesus the history of failure. He said, this thing 
people have tried. Your disciples, remember Jesus' disciples were carrying Jesus' power. Are you with me? So he said to him, this is how serious this matter is. And many have tried and they have failed. Now, what is the response of faith? Faith is never afraid. I want you to take note of that. Anytime you sense fear, tell yourself, no, this is not a gift of faith. It's not a manifestation of faith. No matter the reasons to fear. Because from what happened here, there were reasons to fear. This thing does like this. It does like this. It throws him too far. It does all of that. All Jesus, Jesus, this man could have said, I brought you my son who has a mute spirit. And left out the details. And many of us are facing situations now where fear has taken over because of the details. Because of the details. They say this thing, this is the way it does. When it starts like this, it gets to this stage. It turns like this. It kills. It destroys. This money thing, this Nigeria, all of that. All those details are coming to drive away faith. But the Bible tells us in Hebrews 10, let's not look at Hebrews 10, Hebrews 10, 38 and 39. It talks about the people of faith. What should they do? He said they don't draw back. He says the just, we looked at it and said, shall live by what? Faith. If anyone draws back, my soul shall not what? Have pleasure. So when you look at a situation, we don't judge them based on the analysis. We judge it based on faith. The simple thing about faith is, is God bigger than it? Praise the Lord. Is God bigger than it? As long as God is bigger than it, then I won't run away from it. And another way you can look at it is, is it a righteous cause? Once it's a just cause, then you, can't, you shouldn't run from it. Praise God. We dealt with that bit, the just, the righteous, the born again, the holy one. And the Bible helps us even in that, where it says the righteous is what? As bold as a lion. So once it's a just cause, you're not running from it. They say, I'm this office, you want to stand against this man. The question is not who has the man destroyed. No, is it a just cause? Once it's a just cause, faith expects you to go forward. Praise the Lord, somebody. That's what we're learning. So these are the details of faith. It's not when you think something is possible, then you come and exercise faith. No, when something is to be done. We take an illustration from Goliath when he came against the armies of Israel. It wasn't that David had never killed a giant. Yes, he had killed a bear, he had killed a lion, but those are animal wars. He had never fought with a man. Not to talk of killing a man. Praise the Lord. But what he said was strengthening him in spite of all the information the soldiers gave to him. The warriors, the seasoned warriors gave him information that this man is terrible. This man is this and this man is... He said, is there not a cause? Praise the Lord. Tonight, is there not a cause? Don't you have a reason to have a testimony in that area? As long as you can establish that, then your faith should be strong. You have a reason to have a testimony. The name of the Lord will be glorified. Then don't draw back. Because when they told David what they were telling him, the expectation was just go home, little boy. This is not a kindergarten. We're not treating cartoon here. But because David said, how can I be here and this uncircumcised Philistine will be defined, standing, cursing, calling, putting to shame the armies of the living. He said, I will go forward. He didn't go forward because it was easy. He went forward because it needed to be done. Faith identifies what is to be done and sees to it that he throws itself into it. That's what faith is. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord. So we see that faith does not fear. Faith does not shrink back, no matter the obstacle. Okay? So he gave the information. And then that was when our Lord Jesus answered and said, Faithless generation, how long shall I bear with you? How long? How long? He said, bring him to me. And they brought him, brought the little child to him. Important to note here that before this time, the child had not been even brought. All that was happening was information that was flowing. And when they brought the child, see what happened in verse 20. When the child saw him, I don't know who the he here is, whether it's the child or the unclean spirit. Okay? So, but whoever amongst them, when he saw Jesus, the Bible says what? The spirit immediately convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed and began to foam at his mouth. Are you seeing what is happening here? They are adding backing to what you heard. So you didn't just hear that he was there. You can see it. So it's reinforcement. Praise the Lord. And all of that is to intimidate. All of that is to make you draw back. 
All of that is to frighten you. All of that is to make you feel terrified. But you see, when you and I have faith, we have taken our minds out of the size of the circumstance or the trial. We have fixed our gaze on the size of our God. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise the Lord. So it's very important we get this. The reason for our faith is not that what we are believing God is easy. The reason for our faith is that our God is bigger. Are you getting it? You can be hopeful. You can, you know, do permutations and think, well, if this happens, that is not faith. That's what we are learning. That's not faith. Faith is the, based on the size, the grandeur, the omnipotence. Hallelujah for the Lord God, the word. Omnipotent reigns. So we look at Nigeria now and we know, we know that all manner of plots are against us. We know that this Boko Haram thing is not a joke. It's amazing. I mean, you follow the story. The people that we are accusing good luck of being Boko Haram are crying. Now. All kinds of things are happening. So, but what does this say? Does this say there is no solution? No. Like we learned at careless, God always has what? His solution. So we must, as people of faith, do what? Rise up and draw down that solution of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Boko Haram will be history very soon. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fulani Hesmen, there will be history. Corrupt governance will be history. All of that will be history. You know why? God is bigger than them. As terrible and as entrenched the whole system might be, it will not cost God more than one day. Praise the Lord. All of these troubles Nigeria is facing is vapor. With a wind, they will be blown away. We'll look for them, we won't find them. In the name of Jesus Christ. You see, I've been in Abuja when fear was the thing that was flowing around. People used to clothe in a particular way so that they'll be safe and feel safe. Okay? We woke up one day and CNN said, Mr. Bacha, and that was the end of that fear. Liberty filled the whole city again. And the whole nation. So don't worry yourself about what men are doing. It's nothing for God. What we need to do is how do we get God to move? Praise the Lord. So they brought the child and immediately he saw this child was calm. That's what it means. And the moment they brought the child before Jesus, the spirit started doing the same thing again. Praise God. Listen, the fact that whatever situation it is, maybe it's a symptom, is a whatever, is getting worse, does not mean the solution hasn't come. In fact, if anything, it means that the deliverance has come. Because the devil knows he has a short time. Is someone hearing me? Oh yes, it might, it might just mean that he knows that his time is up. And he's bringing the last test. So you find out that those moments are to frighten you so you don't exercise faith. Listen, the devil knows the scripture. Do you know the devil knows the scripture? Do you know the devil knew God before we knew God? And the devil knows that faith moves God. So he doesn't want you to have faith. That's why he spreads lies. That's why he spreads information. That's why he can create all kinds of manifestations. So that your faith will go. Because he knows that if you stand in faith, the Bible says, having done all, to do what? To stand. When you finish doing it, you stand. Because the devil must submit. Praise the Lord. He will shift. Hallelujah. So they brought the boy to Jesus. And the spirit, the demon... You know, started manifesting all of that. You notice that Jesus didn't respond to that. Verse 21, he asked a question. He said, how long has this been what? Happening to him. And the father answered from childhood. Praise the Lord. Another thing we learn here is this. Faith does not avoid information. Faith seeks knowledge. Faith is not against knowledge. Praise the Lord. For instance, now concerning Nigeria, the issues of Nigeria, there are some people, there was a time, a season, I can't remember, I think I didn't used to read papers because I just felt his faith. But you see, now I see that getting information is even helping me because you can see some of your prayers, you can see how strategically things are aligning. Okay, so faith does not deny, does not shut its ears. At the same time, faith does not get its ears down to hear rumors. It asks a straight question, how long, so that I'll know. I've seen the manifestation. Let me see how long. How long is this happening? Praise the Lord. So also on the other side of it, most importantly of it, is that faith seeks to know its God. Praise the Lord. It says those who know their God. Knowledge, 
faith, somebody who says he has faith and does not have knowledge of the circumstances of his God, of what his God has done, cannot really be said to have faith. Praise the Lord. Do I have lawyers here? You're a lawyer here. How do lawyers win cases? Lawyers win cases because they're able to refer to old cases. So the knowledge of previous cases, similar cases, is what brings weight on their present case. The same thing, a person who wants to exercise faith needs to be able to bring the weight of history and say, I've known a man who so, so, and so happened to, and this happened. I've known somebody who so, so, and so happened, and this happened. And when you have all of that information, you can now say, based on evidence, Praise the Lord. You can comfort your faith and know that you're not hanging on nothing. Faith doesn't hang on nothing. Faith hangs on the power of God and the track record of God. Are you with me? And that's why sometimes we say to ourselves, what is it you're believing God for that he hasn't done before so that we can treat it as a fresh case? But if you're trusting God for prosperity in a difficult time, he said Isaac sowed in the land of famine. And what happened? Did he lose his crop? In the same year, he ripped out a horn and he began to prosper and continued to prosper. There was still famine. No? So God can make your case different. Praise the Lord. Your economy does not have to synchronize with the national economy. Those are the things you learn by faith. And faith does not follow statistics. It doesn't follow progression. When you understand that, the Bible says, look for it. says, Peter turned all night and caught what? Nothing. And early morning, in the same boat, in the same water, the same Peter, the same net, at the word of Jesus Christ, he did what? He caught such that the net began to break. You have those records because somebody here, God might require for you to go back to the same office and knock on the same door and look at the person and say, give me that which is my own. Based on faith. Those are the information you carry by faith. Praise the Lord. You're serving in a place and they're playing tricks on you. The record of faith, knowledge by reason of faith will make you know that Laban left to himself would have cheated Jacob until he went out in poverty. But Jacob sought God and God created a scientific solution. You can have scientific solution to the problems you're going through. Spiritual inspired scientific solution. Praise God. I've told you people my experience when I was working in the bank. I don't know. Well, yes, it's a good one. It's a good one. I wasn't born again then, though. But I had a boss. I was working in foreign exchange department, and we used to buy money, you know, buy dollars from customers and sell dollars to customers. So I had this boss who was a businesswoman. I don't know whether she wanted to enter politics. She was very rich, a small girl, you know, a few years older than me, but very rich and very protective. She was one man cabal. So this young lady... And most of the customers were able, okay? But she was Yoruba, so she made sure that I sold no more. If I sell one dollar, the bank will fall down. So she's the only one who sold, so that I won't be able to make any money in the process. Because once you sell to a customer, anyhow, they'll give you something. So you know what happened? I don't know how the idea came. So I would discuss with the customers, conclude the deal, tell them she will come back in 30 minutes' time. When she comes back in 30 minutes' time, they will call her. I've given them all the information. She will now be the one to close the transaction and sign her name that she did the deal. Meanwhile, I had concluded it before she came. So she was happy. I was happy. The customers was, were happy. Everybody was solution. And as far as she was concerned, I didn't know anything. And I didn't know. <laughs> that time, you know what I used to do? He got some, if I came in the morning, I'm telling you, there's a solution for every. If I came in the morning, because she was so afraid of me and everybody liked me in the office, everywhere, customers, you know, colleagues. If I came in the morning, I would arrange her table like cleaner. She loved me, in fact, after a time. Ike, 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 Ike. Because she thought that she had put this person under her, not knowing that this Ike. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, God has ways. Praise the Lord. And that's what he did for Jacob. Laban, when he made the deal with Laban, Laban, the Bible said Laban took all the speckled and spotted sheep and removed them. How many days journey away? Thinking that he has finished this Jacob. But little did he know that God was in charge of genetics. 
Little did he know that God could move in that situation and bless Jacob beyond his imagination. That's what you learn by faith. Faith gives you information to work with. So doctors say the womb is this, the womb. Go and read. There are many testimonies of people that have said you have, you don't have this, you don't have that. Whatever you don't have, don't worry. Your God knows what you need. He didn't say there shall be none barren except those who don't have this. Is that what the Bible said? Unless this and this happen. No, unless you're this age. Is that what? These are the things we are using and disturbing ourselves is the thing science is saying. They say biological clock. Is it not science that's saying it? The God said the science make man. Science is only following. Science is like a news reporter. What the president says, they report. So why should you restrain the president with what the reporter is saying? When the president can say another and the reporter will report. Why don't you make your case a reporting case? Praise the Lord. So faith takes the knowledge of God. Faith seeks to know God. So anybody that is going to walk in faith in this year, you will study the Bible. You will listen to sermons. You will listen to messages. Somebody sent me a message recently. She said she was listening to a message of 2005 and that it was blessing her. Now, you have a lot of time. The time you're spending watching uh, one thing or the other, why don't you listen to some old message? Maybe the revelation that you need to couple with what is going on in your life, you'll find it. It's on SoundCloud. Praise the Lord. So faith feeds itself. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. So Jesus answered the question and said from childhood, and he went again and gave the same information. And often, you see intimidation, often, he has thrown him both into the fire, into the water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Praise God. To this, Jesus answered, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Okay, faith, we can see obviously from here, believes God. We've touched that faith believes God. But let's take it a step further. Because who will even say he doesn't believe God? Faith believes God, but who will say he doesn't believe God? What does it mean to believe God? Break it down, if you believe God. Okay, you believe um, uh, Livingstone, your car, okay, is an Avalon. So you believe the makers of Avalon. You know the proof that you believe the makers? The key they gave you as the key to the car. That's what you used to start it. If you didn't believe them, you probably opened the engine to try and start the car from the engine. When you believe God, it means that you will obey God. If you don't obey God, you don't believe him. You only obey who or what you believe. Praise God. There are some of us that if doctors give us medication and tell us this medication, you take it every six hours. If they miss six hours, that's do seven instead of six, they will think that the sickness won't go because they have missed one hour. There's been a one hour disconnect. That's the extent to which they believe the doctor. But God will say something. You will ignore it, jump and pass it, and then you still say you're believing God. You see, you're not even serious at all. Now, God is not demanding such this thing from you, but it shows your mentality. So to say I believe God means whatever he says to me, what do I do? do. John chapter 2 verse 5. Jesus' mother believed God. She went to the son and said, they have no wine. They've run out of wine. Jesus said, woman, what does your concern have to do with me? My time isn't come. She said, well, you're on your own, Jesus. She called the servants and said, his time hasn't come. Oh. Come, me, come. Come, 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 me, come, come. That's your own. Whatever he says to you, eh? Benny, we didn't hear from her again in that story. So everywhere Jesus went, the servants were saying, eh? If he comes, they say, ah? They were waiting on him. That's what it means to believe God. When you commit a matter to God, you will be following him to say, what do you have to say? When you commit a matter to God and you're doing what you want to do, you believe yourself. Are you with me? And in that whole comedy, Jesus now said to the disciples, to the servants, sorry. He said, okay, go and fetch water and fill those things. And they say, yes, sir. They could have said to Jesus, is wine, madam said we should get from you. Not water. <laughs> In case you forgot. But you see, when you believe, any person that they've done 419 here before, there are some 419 victims that they tell them when they drop the final money, they should get on the express. When they count five steps, 
They should look under the traffic light. Any victim here? Don't raise your hand. They will say, after they've eaten you, they now drop you. They say, I right, go. On third main line, you're going. Say, count. Make sure you don't miss it. After the 11th turn, look. What do the people do? They actually do it. You know why? They believe. They believe. They believe. There's one, I think it was Pastor Moody that told us. When they finish doing you, they say, don't let your leg touch the ground. So as you're sitting now, you'll be hanging your leg. <laughs> see, don't, if, you, if your leg touches the ground, the thing will spoil. So you see a gentleman now, like Pastor, like you see him, he's hanging his leg. You're wondering what's going on. He's waiting for the thing to download. Because if his leg touches him, that, that's what it means to believe. So some of us, God tells us something. We are shy. We are ashamed. Praise the Lord. Faith believes God. Faith believes God. Let me touch another area, very important. Faith is not about sacrifices. Our Lord made it clear. God made it clear. When he was speaking in 1 Samuel 15, 22, answering so, many times we sacrifice without obeying and we think that makes us to have faith. Sacrifice is good after you have obeyed. Praise the Lord. No, it's very good after you have obeyed. But if you haven't obeyed, sacrifice is a waste. Because you think the person who is speaking to you doesn't have sense. A teacher gives an assignment in class and says, this is how you're going to do it. Finish doing it how he has, and then you can add extra. Don't tell the teacher that the last time that you did this course, you know, or the last teacher that took it. No, when you do that, the person you're dealing with will feel slighted. That's why it says to obey is what? Better than sacrifice and to hearken. And the fat of rams. God wants us to obey him. Obeying God is in the indication that we believe him. And do you know that when somebody knows that you believe him, he won't joke with you. If somebody really knows that you believe him, he won't joke with you. You tell somebody, you're no longer, how many, how many is it? Children that do it. To, you're no longer my friend. And the person starts crying. Do you understand? Because now, now I come and tell Pastor Lord, you're no longer, he will be laughing at me. Say, you're no longer my friend. He'll just be laughing at me. Because he knows I don't mean it. Praise the Lord. So God is saying, you must believe. And if you can believe me, that's the thing there. All things will become what? Possible. Because whatever I need you to do, you'll be able to do it. That's what that statement is saying. Faith believes God to the point where whatever is needed in the situation, if he says it to you, you'll do it. And once you and I get to that point, all things will become possible. Praise the Lord somebody. Praise Jesus, somebody. So faith believes. If you can believe, all things are possible. That's what Jesus said to him. And the father of the child cried, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Verse 25. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter no more. Two important things in this verse. First thing is that faith is not for sure. When Jesus saw the people coming together, he could have waited and said, come everybody, come. That's magician. Eh? It's magicians that do show. Faith doesn't need to be known. It's someone with me. When he saw the people running together, he quickly acted because he wasn't interested in a display. Magicians need to show their magicians. Faith is a lifestyle. Faith is your life. You, didn't, you don't need to show anybody your faith. Praise God. Do you have evidence that you're breathing? Can you, do you walk about telling people, I'm a breather? <laughs> do you do that? <laughs> Why are you laughing? You know what? It's your life. Faith is a lifestyle. Spirituality is a lifestyle. People don't try. If you see somebody trying to prove he's spiritual, he's not. Spiritual people don't prove it. Jesus never proved it. Do you know if any one of us, many of us, not any one of us, human beings, if it was a human being that had the power to walk on water, do you know where he would have walked on water? Instead of someone on the mount, you hear walking on, on water by the mount. When the multitudes gathered, he would just run quickly into the water and say, I forgot something, and then run back. He walked on water by 3 a.m., 4 a.m. Nobody saw him because he doesn't need to prove a point. You will walk in power without needing to prove a point. When you see people calling camera to do something, it is not it. I'm telling you, scripture, 
not me. Praise the Lord. So when he saw people coming, that was when he spoke. Now the next thing we learn from that, faith speaks to situation. This is very important. He spoke, he said to the unclean spirit, he rebuked it, saying to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I do, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Faith speaks. Faith does not lament. Many of us are lamenting over our situations. Faith speaks and it speaks what it wants. Faith speaks to situations. Faith speaks to situations. Very important. Faith speaks to situation and it speaks what it wants. It speaks what it believes. It speaks the desired outcome and it speaks to, not about. Many times we speak about. Speaking about will not activate faith. In fact, the way the Spirit of God made me understand that is, see that statement there that Jesus made when he said to the unclean spirit, Deaf and dumb spirit come out of it. He said that is engaging. How many of us drive cars here? Okay, you, many of us drive um, automatic, but it's the same thing. But if you remember the manual car, when you started your manual car, you could rev it and rev it and rev it. Nothing will happen. Until you put that thing, put your clutch, and put the gear in one. You can finish the fuel. In fact, the car can be in one place and knock engine and has gone nowhere. The fuel can finish in one place. Are you with me? But until you put the clutch and put the gear in one, the car will not move. It is when you speak to the situation that you have engaged. Faith speaks to the situation. The tendency many times is to analyze, is to lament, is to discuss. If all of us continue to speak concerning Booker, like I'm speaking, we keep speaking, the, the power, whatever they call them, you see, you hear Christians say, the power of this, the power of this. What power? I say, all power belongs to God. Do you understand? Speak with understanding. Speak your desire. Don't speak from fear. Sometimes it's not easy. You know, some people, when they tell you, when they analyze the problem of Nigeria like this, the only thing you're thinking of is, is it uh, Spain that I'm running to? Is it through uh, Libya? Which angle am I escaping from? Praise the Lord. But whenever they start like that, just be blocking your mind and be strengthening yourself in the faith. Praise the Lord. So faith does not lament. Faith speaks to what it wants. It said, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you do what? Come out of him and enter into him no more. It's a headache. This headache, I command you, cease from disturbing me and disturb me no more. Now, the truth is this. You might need to say that once. You might need to say it twice. You might need to say it up to the end time. But keep speaking it because until you don't want it, anytime you don't want it again, then don't speak it. But as long as you want that outcome, continue to speak it. Because you remember, never forget, that Jesus had the anointing without measure. I cannot measure myself with Jesus because they said, whatever the Father is doing, I'm doing. There are some things I've done that the Father is not doing. So how can I expect that level of alignment? Do you understand? When I write my story, they have to clean some things. They have to wipe off some. You see, the angels have to come and say, forget this one, forget. But his, the accuracy was 100%. So that he spoke at once and it happened. If I speak one, it doesn't happen. Let me try 10. Very simple. Is it confusing? No, it's not difficult. Okay. Um, is, is it fine in church? Okay, bank is in church. Bank, he comes here now. He does, um, they need to leave this thing now. He leaves it like paperweight and throws it there. Now, you call her, uh, who do you call now? You call Jide. Jide, the only thing Jide leaves is uh, Coke and Puff Puff. You tell Jide to leave this thing now and drop it there. His waist will break for the first day. He will go home and treat it and come back. After about four weeks, he's able to lift it and move. Now, it's the same thing, but their capacity varies. Are you understanding? He said he has the spirit without measure. And that's why there are people, there are levels of anointing. That's why you go to your leader. That's why the Bible says, if any man is sick, let him send for the elders. It is expected that the elders will carry a heavier connection. It doesn't mean you don't carry. Praise the Lord, somebody. So very important. So he spoke. But even then, it gets very interesting. Let's not miss it. See what happens there. Let's follow the story. So Jesus addressed, he engaged it. Very important, please. In fact, um, can we see 1 Samuel 17? Let's see something there. In 1 Samuel 17, 48, we'll see what happened there between Goliath and David. 
when David and Goliath's fight was going to begin, you will think that Goliath will be pursuing David and David will be hiding in different places. Isn't that what should be the normal thing? But the Bible says the moment the Philistine arose and drew near to meet David, what did David do? David ran. The man was walking to David. David was running to him. He engaged him. Praise the Lord. Many of us have had um, pet dogs. And I've always marveled how everybody's dog respects the pet doctor. You know why? When you see another person's dog, you say, hold it to, hold it to. Does it bite? Isn't it? When a vet doctor sees any dog, he goes to it. And the dog will say, this one must be my girl. Demons know those who are bold. Troubles know those who are bold. When Goliath was coming, <laughs> he expected David to run. That was the first dying he died. Because nobody had run towards him before. You know what it means for a giant. There are some people even that, someone like Barcelona, he's coming to you like this. You'll be just, do I look for trouble? I hope there is peace between us. You know, did I offend Nina? You know, what did I? So the size alone, he's not used to people running to him. And at that time, psychological warfare, some wars are lost and won. There are some people that just, you see, you don't know the power you carry. Is someone hearing me? Is it, we don't know. This is just as I'm talking on common psychology now. You sit down in a meeting with somebody and tell him, excuse me, sir, who do you even think you are? With all due respect, do you know you're a human being? You can do this, but do you know you may drop the... You think the man will just... You see him, the saliva in his mouth will dry up. Because they are seeing somebody who is not afraid of him. One of the things we should do in this day is banish fear. The only body we should fear is God. Respect and honor me. Fear no situation, fear no circumstance, fear no man. Our sister told us the story about how she confronted the man in the office that was harassing every lady. Knocked and said, excuse me, sir, I want to see you. The man said, come in and came in and said, please, I'm not like all those ladies. Eh? I will never do what, and the man, the man was shaking. Because they're not used to it. Praise the Lord. And that's why you have the spirit. Do you know that the Bible says in the beginning, it says the earth and was what? Without void, null and void. And the spirit was what? Hovering. Until what happened? Until God spoke. Tell yourself, I'll speak. When you speak, the Holy Spirit will empower it. That's what faith does. So he engaged. He engaged. He engaged the situation. You know how this thing happens? Let me share because there are always new people coming. I came out from the embassy. I think it must have been 1994 or so, 95. It must be 95. Because I'd had a son then. And they refused me a visa. The guy looked at everything I had and said to me, I don't believe you. And I was not lying. I now said right there and there, I said, I'm going to get U.S. visa. I will not go to the embassy. It will be delivered to me. Now, who am I? Just a common banker in Lagos. 95, 96, 97, 98. I was in my house in Abuja. They took my passport, sent it to Lagos, put visa on it, brought it back to Abuja, gave to me. Not just me, my wife as well. We didn't go to the embassy. Now, how the two connect? I don't know. The Bible says, open up your mouth wide and I will feel it. Praise the Lord. Who knows? Speak words of faith. Engage circumstances. Engage situations. Okay. So he said to the unclean spirit, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. Then the spirit cried out and convulsed him greatly and came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said, he is dead. Very important to look at this point. The spirit cried out, the unclean spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, came out of him. And he became as one dead, so that many said he's dead. Listen, this faith journey is not a small thing. Can you see the step where they are now? The people are now saying, you see, you have killed the boy. <laughs> you have killed the boy. You know, sometimes you're believing God. The people you're with, I say, you put us in trouble. In this office, you want to put all of us in trouble. Wasn't it what happened when Moses went to Pharaoh? The leaders of the children of Israel come and say, look at you. You should have remained in that wilderness with your sheep. See the type of trouble you put us in. Little did they know. We don't know how long those uh, plagues took. That in a couple of weeks, they'll be leaving Egypt. They will have their liberty with the wealth of Egypt. But at that point, he looked at everything. So it's important to understand this process. Because somebody says, I have faith. And he sees such a situation. He'll just faint. Are you with me? 
He'll just faint. Recently, Momichi took malaria drugs. She was not suffering from malaria. We had had a lot of, a lot of uh, mosquitoes in the house. And just a preventive measure, took malaria drugs. You know what happened? Malaria came. Malaria drug is malaria. Uh -huh. All the symptoms of malaria came. She didn't have it before. But I'm sure the malaria in the body would have said, ah, we know trouble, you won't trouble us. Ah, Kilonche, Manfo, let you. Ah, we will show you. <laughs> you know? So the boy fell down dead. And everybody said, hey, this is it, this is it. Brethren, faith. The Bible says, the people said, many said what? He is dead. Let me give you another important point of faith. Faith does not listen to public opinion. Faith does not do popularity count because faith is personal. When you want to act in faith, if you ask for people, you will not act again. Even yourself will be telling you don't go, but you will hear a voice saying to you, take that step. I pray you will obey that voice in the name of Jesus. They said he is what? Dead. You, do you blame them? And the truth is that these people that are discouraging you are being very sincere. They are being very sincere. They are being to the best of their ability. You know, they are loving you. Ah, how can you do that? You're too young. You're too old. Ah, you've not, you don't know book. You don't know this. How can, how can? They are saying that out of their sincere love for you. But the truth is this. They didn't die for you. The one who died for you, who went to the cross for you, is the one who says, go in my name. So when the boy lay there, they said he's dead. Notice now what happened there. Very important. The Bible says this part of faith is very important as we try to round up. Verse 27. Let's read it to everybody. Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up. That statement says Jesus applied effort. People of God, faith encompasses everything. That you have faith does not excuse laziness. That you have faith does not mean you won't get your boots on the ground. That you have faith does not mean you won't move. If Jesus from this story, you know Jesus did not do anything that he didn't need to do. It is very likely that if Jesus left it at just speaking, the boy will remain there. there. But the Bible says he lifted. Sometimes they say he lifted him. He said he lifted him up and what happened? And he arose. So at the point he was lifting him, it was almost like a dead body. Tell somebody, you need to put flesh to your faith. You need to put flesh to your faith. Faith involves sweat. That I have faith does not mean I won't do anything. David wanted to bring down Goliath, isn't it? He ran. He threw the stone. He even, after he had fallen, still used the knife to cut his hair. Faith is diligent. Faith makes effort. If you're a student, faith studies. If you're a worker that wants to be prosperous in his office, you have to excel. You have to distinguish yourself. I can't understand how people say they're believing God for double promotion and then you're double lazy. It's not my portion. What is it that is not your portion? You have to distinguish yourself. He said when Daniel, Daniel was a person of faith, isn't he? When he was examined, was he found 10 times lazier? Was he found equally productive? He was found 10 times better. Faith makes you... You see, people don't know what... Use faith for productivity. Then the result will be automatic. You start early to use faith. The year is beginning. Tell yourself, this challenge, if it's waking up, my body clock, tell your body clock by whatever time you need to wake up. Let it kick you out of the bed. How many of us have our beds? Tell us, get up. Get up. I don't like it again. Get up. Your weight is too much on me. Get up. You can use faith for that. Praise the Lord. Use faith to produce the result. Don't use faith to bypass the result. Are you understanding it? This is very important for us as a nation. When people blame, blame religion, I don't blame them for that. But nobody should rightly blame Christianity for the failure of any. Anywhere there is genuine Christianity, there is productivity. Because Christians excel in their work. Anywhere there, if you have an office where there is a genuine Christian, he must be distinguished there. If you're not being distinguished, your light is not shining. Say, let your light so shine before men. It means your light is turned off. Go home and turn it on. People of faith are distinguished anywhere they are found. Joseph was in Potiphar's house, was distinguished. Don't forget he had language barrier. How he became the best there, you must ask yourself that question. You know why? He had faith. Faith does over and above. Praise the Lord. 
Faith doesn't dodge. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So faith, there is effort. We see Jesus here, the one who spoke and the heavens were created. We see him actually bending to lift up a boy. There is effort. Somebody say, I receive strength. In the name of Jesus. So faith will work hard. Proverbs 13, 14 says, The soul of a lazy man desires, but the soul of the diligent will prosper. The Bible says, 2 Timothy 2, 14, it says, Study to show yourself. That word study is not just reading the Bible. It says, be diligent. It's, it's work. Christianity is work. You know, sometimes people try to mix up a lot of things. Ah, you know, I don't need to go. I don't need to do. It's not a doing thing. No, faith does. Let nobody deceive you. Show me a man of faith that was not a doer. They said of Moses, he was mighty in word and in deed. He was a man of faith. He was not only mighty in word. Some people are just speaking, speaking. You have not even blessed somebody. Since the time you got born again, nobody can say, this brother blessed me. But you speak, 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 speak. When they weigh you in the department of doing, they say he, has not, he hasn't registered. Moses, mighty in word and in deed. It means Kung Fu Karate. Hmm? He could carry wheelbarrow. He could build pyramids. Faith does not excuse you from that. Faith actually demands that. Doesn't the Bible tell us that when the prince of this world examined Jesus, he found nothing in him? You think if he found Jesus lazy, he, he would have said nothing. If he found him sloppy on his work, he would have said, he examined and found nothing. Even during fasting, he said, open your mouth, did you brush it? He checked everything. That's faith. So there are many things that we just say, no, it's together. It's part of it. Faith, there is word, there is deed in faith. Praise God. Praise Jesus. So we round up and we're going to round up by praying. He says, when he had come into the house, his disciples asked him, Master, they asked him privately, why could we not cast this unclean spirit out? Jesus said to them, this one can only come out by nothing except what? Prayer and fasting. In simple terms, this one needs homework. Praise God. It needs homework. Like we established on Sunday. This one is not when you see that you start fasting. It's not when you see that you start praying. We mentioned on Sunday, people that they have something to mind and they start fasting. No, now. The parable of the wise and foolish virgin tells us that the things that happen, that you take advantage of, it's not that day you buy. It's not that day you're going to buy the oil. It has to be a lifestyle. Praise the Lord. He said, this guy comes, but nothing by what? Prayer. He was telling them that your, your spiritual level was too low for this assignment. You would agree that after Jesus left, they never had such an experience because they grew. We are rising in faith. Let's stand on our faith. Let's get up on our faith. Faith rising is what we are talking about. My faith will rise. In every area, my faith will rise. My faith, they, they, you know, everything in life is spiritual. My faith will rise. My faith will rise. You're fasting now and then let us pray. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Change my level. In the military, there's promotion. Spiritually, there's also promotion. Lord, I want to rise. They talk about ranks, corpora, sergeant, uh, whatever it is, and they keep going, Lord, I want to rise. The discipline, oh Lord, the fasting, oh Lord, the obedience, oh Lord, that would take my level higher. Tonight, I'm asking of it. Lord, let my faith rise so that I can deal with these issues that you have commissioned me to deal. Lord, help me, help me. I want you to ask the Lord in faith because this is what he wants. He's saying to you and I, come up higher. Come up higher. Lord, help me. Help me. Lord, help us, oh Lord, as your church. Help us as the Christians in our generation. Let our faith rise. Let our faith rise. It's not the devil. This same devil has been defeated. Do you know that the spirit behind Boko Haram, the spirit behind wicked government, the spirit behind Fulani Hetzman, the spirit behind all of them, is the same spirit that David destroyed with Goliath. 
Tonight, let our faith rise. Lord, find us, David, so Lord. Lord, find us, oh Lord, warriors. Find us your battle axes in our nation at this time. As the election is coming up, oh Lord, find us voices that you will use. Find us vessels that you use to counter every work of the wicked one, to bring your kingdom to come in our world. Lord, we surrender ourselves to you. We say, let our faith rise. The disciples said to the Lord, increase our faith. Let us ask him, Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith. Increase my faith. Anywhere of deception, where I have believed in a lie, anywhere I have been confused, any area of leakage, where my faith had been leaking, let it be stopped tonight, so that I will be strong in faith, that I will be strong in faith, that I will be strong in faith, that we will be a church of the people strong in faith, strong in faith, strong in faith, strong in the spirit. Lord, help us. Our world needs it. Even if you didn't need it personally, this generation needs a people of faith. My neighborhood needs it. This nation needs it. The people in IDP camp needs, need it. Leah Sharibu needs it. The suffering masses of Nigeria need it. Oh Lord, help us. Our children that are growing up, they need it. They need us to rise in faith and deliver to them a better nation. The corrupt politicians, they need it so that they would repent and turn from their wicked ways. Lord, help us. Increase us, oh Lord. In the true faith, not deceptive faith. Increase us. Help me, help me. Speak to me personally. Where do I need to adjust? Where is it, O oh Lord? Is it in my speaking? Is it in my doing? Is it in my diligence? Is it in my obedience? Is it in my trusting? Is it in my engaging? Do I see situations that I should engage in and bypass them? Do I avoid? Am I afraid? Give me the spirit of boldness for you have not given me the spirit of fear but of power of love and of a sound mind. I want you to pray whatever dimension of faith that the Lord has quickened to you tonight because by the end of this fast you will be a mighty woman of faith you'll be a mighty man of faith we'll be a people of faith and together we will shift the destiny of this nation to what God has said it will be he said to us if the Lord delights in us he will give us the land the Lord will delight in you and I and he will give this nation into our hands the wicked will be frustrated with their mouths they will testify and the scripture that says every knee shall bow will be fulfilled in this nation because the glory of the Lord we serve will be risen it will arise over this nation and all shall say Lord help us help us oh Lord Lord, help us. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Begin to thank Him. Begin to thank Him. Begin to thank Him. Begin to thank the Lord. Because it says, Whatsoever things we ask according to His will, whatsoever things we ask according to His will, He hears us. His desire is that we be people of faith. He said, When the Son of Man returns, will He really find faith? Tonight we are saying, Lord, please. Please increase us in faith. Increase us in faith. In this time, oh Lord, increase us in faith. Our brethren that are not here, increase them in faith. Our sisters that are not here, increase us in faith. Increase us in faith. In personal work, in corporate work, in, oh Lord, the assignments that you have given to us, in our spiritual work, increase us in faith. Lord, we are asking, oh Lord, because we know you here. You said to us, O oh Lord our God, if any man lacks wisdom, he should ask. 
Tonight we are asking. The father of the boy said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Tonight I say, help us, oh Lord. Give us the words to speak. Open our eyes to see wonderful things. Let us see your view. Let us hear your voice. Let us have faith. Indeed. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Begin to thank the Lord as we receive faith by faith. Be begin to thank him as we receive the spirit of faith by faith. That's what he said. Lord, I thank you for your word that has come to me. It will bring forth fruit. The things I've heard, they will help me. They will change me. They will transform me. I'm growing in faith. I've advanced in faith. I am a believer. I know you reign. Hallelujah. For the Lord God, the omnipotent reigns. And I'm his child. I'm his son. I'm his daughter. I'm his servant. I'm his vessel. I'm his instrument. I have faith. That spirit of faith rests upon me. I've been given the measure of faith. And that faith is increasing. In the name of Jesus Christ. We can do better in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Listen, that amen is part of faith too. <laughs> the level of your amen is part of faith. We're going to use our faith for one thing before we go. Our time is gone. We're going to pray for this nation. The word of the Lord says he will not allow the scepter of the wicked to rest on the land allotted to the righteous. We're going to raise our voice and say time up. Every work of iniquity, of wickedness over this nation, we say time up. This is 2019. You have sustained, you have been on for years. We say time up. The people of the Father's church are saying time up. The Bible says of our Lord Jesus, say the things concerning me have an end. There is an end to Boko Haram. There's an end to insensitive government. There's an end to stealing politicians. There's an end to cabals. There's an end to all iniquity. There's an end to corrupt politicians. There's an end to unjust churches. There is an end. There is an end to inefficiency. There is an end to mediocrity. There is an end to unproductiveness. There is an end to this wickedness in our nation. We raise our voices by the anointing of the Lord. We say thus far and no more. We say thus far and no more. Everything concerning this nation that is contrary to the word of God, that is negative, we serve it notice. I want you to pray like you have faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen, we have to pray this prayer well, Lord. We have to pray it well because this thing must end. It must end. It must end. We pull down every entrenchment everything that the enemy has planted against this nation every system every agreement every accord that is not the planting of the lord in this nation we pull it down we pull it down every purpose that the lord our god did not establish what did the bible say every tree that my heavenly father did not plant he said it shall be uprooted no matter how much money they have no matter which offices they occupy we pull it down in the name of jesus we say only the counsel of the lord shall stand in our nation we say enough of death enough of injustice enough of massacres enough of murders enough of kidnappings enough of ritual killing enough of bloodshed in our nation in the name of jesus let's release good news over this nation let's release good news let's release a fresh spirit father we are thanking you thanking you for the release of your carpenters to terrify the wicked to drive the horns away to drive the wicked away thank you for a fresh wind we said all these ones are about vapor and the wind will blow them out let's receive that wind that blows out the wicked that blows out the unjust that blows out the murderers that blows out the wicked ones that blows out those that have made covenants with hell and devil we blow them out of this nation by reason of the anointing we receive a fresh wind of peace 
of righteousness, of prosperity, of joy over this nation. In the name of... Thank you, Father. Let's appreciate the Lord. Let's thank the Lord. Father, we give you praise. Glory to your name. Listening to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09 290 9000 or 0703 15 You can find us online at www. Thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.